right, welcome in to another episode of Farzcast. Farzine Vasugin here with you. Happy New Year to all of you. Happy 2023. Hope you guys all had a great Christmas, Hanukkah, holidays, New Year's, all that good stuff. If you guys uh, got to travel, hopefully you guys all got to enjoy uh, your, your trip. If you guys worked during the holidays, hey, props to you guys. I've had to do that on holidays before. Not fun, uh, but certainly understand it. Uh, hopefully you guys got to make some good money during the holidays. We are streaming live on my Facebook page at facebook.com slash Farzine Vesugan. For those of you on the Facebook page, come on in. Let's chat, comment, share the live stream as well. Helps out greatly. Helps the live stream out greatly as well as the page uh, and the podcast. So appreciate you guys uh, joining on the uh, on the Facebook page as we uh, do this podcast live on that page. A lot to get into here on this episode. The NFL playoffs are now here. The regular season is over. Uh, you look at some of the uh, some of the big stories. Uh, man, there are some good teams that missed the playoffs. Some teams rallied late in the season to sneak in. And I think those teams deserve some props. I'll get into that a little later. I'm going to do a different podcast later in the week previewing the playoffs. Not going to do it today uh, on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday night that is. Uh, I'm going to do that probably probably Thursday night is when I'll do that uh, playoff preview podcast. Uh, just that, nothing else really to get into. So we'll get into that. And then as far as this podcast goes, obviously you've got to touch on the Chiefs and their season a little bit. And some people really trying to discredit the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes I'm seeing a lot of people out there still, even though the season's over and the votes, to my knowledge, should all be submitted for MVP, Coach of the Year, and all that stuff. People are still trying to build some weird case against Mahomes for MVP. I don't get the hate, but I want to get into it. A lot of people, by the way, offended by something the Chiefs did. I definitely want to touch on Derek Carr and the story out of Vegas, because I have not had a chance to discuss that since I last did a podcast here. And I did want to touch on maybe a few teams that did not make the playoffs and maybe talk about their outlook for 2023. Also, a story that nobody is talking about in sports, but had it involved someone else, it would have been a bigger story. So I'll touch on that and much more here on this episode of FarceCast. Like I said, I appreciate everyone who's watching on the live stream on the Facebook page. Give it a like, give it a heart emoji reaction, a laugh emoji reaction. I don't care. Give it one of those reactions and share the live stream as well. It greatly uh, helps out the uh, the podcast and the page. So please do that if you guys get a chance. Yeah, I see all those uh, likes and hearts um, on the right side of my, of my screen. So I see that. I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys doing that. If you guys haven't, facebook.com slash Farzine Vesugian. Follow me on Facebook, also on Twitter at Farzine21, and on Instagram at Farzine Vesugian. Back from Vegas, that was a lot of fun. Was there for week 17 action. Got back home right before week 18. A lot of people were asking, why did you leave one day before the Chiefs played? You guys got to understand, I booked the trip before they announced way before they announced the uh, the week eighteen schedule. In fact, I mean the week eighteen schedule was not even announced until the end of week seventeen. They did not announce that the Chiefs were playing on Saturday until what that Monday before. Um, yeah, and if you 
I mean, Vegas is not one of those places where you can just extend uh, your stay by one or two more days. I mean, they're always booked, uh, depending where you say. I mean, listen, yeah, you could probably extend your stay at Circus Circus, given the name. Not a lot of people stay there, but obviously that's not the case. Um, plus, I mean, I know ticket prices went way down, but at the time, boy, uh, ticket prices in Vegas are astronomically insane. I mean, the Raiders will always have the best ticket prices in the NFL. I mean, they'll they'll make the most money out of ticket prices because if the Raiders are great, hey, people are going to pay for it. If not, well then, uh, you're going to have a lot of the uh, opposing fans that are going to make the trip and have a nice weekend in Vegas and then end it on Sunday or Monday whenever by uh, going to a Raiders game. Watching their team beat the Raiders, that is. So, yeah. No. No, I don't think so, Michael. No. Um, real quickly. Uh, I, I, I want to get into this whole uh, Damar Hamlin thing because uh, it's obviously the biggest story of the past, what, week and a half since it happened. Uh, obviously, you know, I didn't have a chance to do a podcast uh, at the time. Here's what I will say. I think the NFL... You know, a lot of people are criticizing the NFL because they were giving teams five minutes when they should have called the game right then and there. Listen, that was completely unprecedented. It's a situation that I don't think anyone knew what to do. I think Stefan Diggs at one point was trying to rally his team, trying to get them to just refocus and, and, and just get ready to start playing football. Meanwhile, you saw a lot of players on Twitter, um, non-Bills and Bengals players saying, look, I don't know how I'd be able to continue after that. I mean, they, they just watched their uh, teammate receive CPR in that moment. Um, I think it was just a situation where nobody really knew what the hell to do. It was a pretty scary moment. And for a lot of people saying, well, why don't they play the next day? What do you, I mean, the Bills flew back home that night as planned. Most of the Bills players. You want them to fly right back and play the next day? Because a lot of people are comparing this to the whole Jovan Belcher situation where, um, and I don't know why we're having to compare things, but I see I saw a lot of Chiefs fans say, well, the Chiefs played the next day. I mean, I would argue circumstances were a little different. Don't get me wrong. What happened with Belcher was tragic um, and completely sad, but... Receiving CPR in the middle of a game, I would say, I, I mean, it's, it's far different. I'm not a player, okay? I'm not that guy's teammate. I'm not that guy's brother. I'm not, uh, you know, in the weight room with the guy, on the practice field with the guy. Um, so so the fact that people are decide, trying to decide as to whether or not they should have played the next day, I, I don't know. I put out a suggestion out there. I said, look, I know it's going to give everyone a bye week except for the Bills and Bengals, why not just do a week 19 and push everything back one week, except for the Super Bowl, uh, do the Pro Bowl on a Saturday, and then uh, the day after, you do the conference championship games. Obviously, the the players from the final four teams that are Pro Bowlers, they'll opt out, obviously, so they can play in their uh, more meaningful game. Um. 
and just this year, because of the circumstances, you only get uh, one week for the Super Bowl rather than the traditional two weeks. Uh, a lot of people actually like the idea. The NFL decided to go a different route, a very different route, even though it is in the rule book that if a game is lost due to a cancellation of any kind, they go off win percentage. That was the backup plan in 2020 during uh, the pandemic. If a team was unable to play because of so many players testing positive due to COVID, then they would they would cancel the game and they would go off win percentage because obviously you not everyone would play the same amount of games. So they would go off win percentage. I don't know how you completely just throw out the rules and then say, okay, well, not only that, we're going to have Cincinnati and Baltimore potentially uh, go for a coin flip to determine who gets the home game in the playoffs, even though by rule Cincinnati would have won the division, but because they would win it by half a game, I guess technically that wouldn't have been fair. I don't know. The whole thing was silly. And then you have this whole neutral site thing for the AFC championship. I mean, what the hell is that? Whoever came up with this, they must have been tasked to overthink this idea, this plan as much as possible. And this is what they came up with. I just think it's dumb. You're, you're penalizing one of these teams. And listen, I don't care. If you want to just say, hey, it's unfair. Let's give it to the Bills. Fine. Give it to the Bills. I really don't care anymore. But now none of the participants potentially are going to host the AFC Championship game. That's just stupid. I saw an article on KCTV5 that uh, this could potentially, uh, Kansas City could lose $10 million in revenue. Uh, for not having the AFC Championship game. And again, listen, I don't care. You want to give it to Kansas City? Fine, give it to Kansas City. You want to give it to Buffalo? Give it to Buffalo. But don't... A, a neutral site? Why? I mean, this is stupid. Goodwill Goodell can't make anything right. I, I, I mean, this isn't rocket science. Uh, by the way, the Goodwill comment, uh, that, that, that's... I, I'm, I'm reading a comment from the Facebook page from, from Joseph... Uh, I should have clarified on that. Look, the NFL, you you want to know what else the NFL screwed up on? Sunday night football, the final Sunday night football of the season is supposed to essentially be a playoff game, right? It's supposed to be a win and you're in situation. Well, look what they did. They had Jacksonville and Tennessee play on Saturday night for the AFC South title. That's it. That was essentially a playoff game. That is a win and you're in game. They put it on a Saturday night. They put Lions and Packers on Sunday night. The Lions were eliminated right before the game. So all they could have done was play spoiler. The Packers, all they had to do was win and they were in. Neither one of the teams from Sunday night football made it to the playoffs. I mean, how do you... Again, it's a regular season game, but Jacksonville, Tennessee was essentially a playoff game, right? That's what it was. How do you not put that on Sunday night football? Um, don't get me wrong. Lions-Packers ended up being a very interesting game down the wire, but it wasn't. And neither one of those teams made the playoffs. Roger Goodell is so good at doing these kinds of things. I mean, how is it that you have this multi-billion dollar league and you just 
find a way to make the dumbest decisions ever consistently. What is going on at NFL headquarters? And again, Roger, I, I've called out Roger Goodell on this many times. Roger Goodell requires coaches and players to do media during the week and then after a game if requested by the media. So Andy Reid, he speaks, if you include the game, or after the game rather, he speaks four times a week. Patrick Mahomes twice a week, uh, one on Wednesdays and then again on um, game day after the game. So all these players are required to do media, yet Roger Goodell, when all these issues come up across the league, officiating has been a very big concern. It's been a big issue all year. Um, look at some health concerns with Tua, uh, with, with what happened in the Bills-Bengals game. I mean, there have been some serious concerns about medical staffs in the NFL today, yet Roger Goodell is nowhere answering any of these questions. <laughs> Eric says at least the NFL is consistent with something. Yeah, that is true. Robert says trash moves by the NFL across the board. I'm not sure what their thought process is in all of this. Definitely not fair for the teams and basically it was his own narrative or nothing. Yeah. Is it true that a neutral side would be in LA? I don't know, Joseph. I have no idea. I'm seeing a lot of rumors out there. Uh, Indianapolis makes the most sense. It's about seven hours and 15 minutes from one direction and seven hours and 30 minutes from the other. If it is KC Buffalo, but apparently Indianapolis declined, which why would you decline? I mean, that's money for your city. That's, you know, your workers are going to make uh, more money unexpectedly. Um, but apparently they declined. Um, but, but this whole thing with Roger Goodell, you know, everyone has to answer to the media, but him. Why? Why is that the case? Uh, th 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 this doesn't make any sense at all. And I've called out Roger Goodell on this throughout the season. A lot of the national media is not doing this. And I don't know if they're afraid of losing potential media credentials for future NFL events. Look at Dave Portnoy. I mean, I know he's taking personal shots at Roger Goodell, but um, the fact that Roger Goodell is all offended by all this shows that, you know, you speak out against him. And if you've got a big platform, we will ban you from NFL events. Which, by the way, I thought it was great that the um, uh, the politician, Jim Jordan, called out Roger Goodell on this. I was actually thrilled about it. I was enjoying every second of that. I'm not a fan of, uh, honestly, any politician ever. Uh, but I really did appreciate Jim Jordan calling out Roger Goodell. And then Roger Goodell pretending like he doesn't even know who Dave Portnoy is. I mean, what a joke. Um, I, I don't get it. Roger Goodell needs to answer for a lot of these things, and he doesn't. He doesn't want to. The only time he makes himself available is usually towards the end of the regular season or beginning of the playoffs, which I don't know if he's even spoke. I don't think he has. Uh, Super Bowl week? I know he makes himself available. Draft week? We hear from Goodell. Maybe right before the regular season, he'll do like an exclusive interview with someone. That's it. 
why is it that the guy who's making what 20 30 40 million I mean he's making a lot of money the commissioner making a lot of money yet all these issues that come up Roger Goodell is, is not answering any questions about him must be good when you're the commissioner of the NFL man even with all the issues the NFL has the NFL is still the the king when it comes to television ratings uh and attention you look at the uh 2022 most televised uh a broadcast, the NFL owns 84 of the top 100 spots. So even with all these issues, uh, I guess Roger Goodell's playing the whole card of, hey, you're still going to watch my product. I don't care if a shit. Keep complaining. I think that's how it's going to be. Because uh, unfortunately, Roger Goodell hardly, w- whenever he does do a, a press conference with the media, I really hope it is asked by someone, hey, why don't we hear from you more often? I really hope someone does it, but they won't. The media is so scared. They really are, man. I mean, they will ask the softest questions. Um, there are a lot of reporters out there that are more concerned about having a good relationship with the coach or whoever versus trying to get the right story out there. I don't know, man. Listen, I'm not saying I'd be the best journalist out there if I was. I I did some media work for a while, but and y- you know, I would ask I would ask the tough questions. I was never afraid of that. I I asked Charlie Weiss multiple times uh, in his second year at KU. I asked him, you know, what kind of progress do you feel was made? The first time he declined and said he he would answer it after the season. And right after the season, I asked that same question and he declined again. Um. Because when you're getting paid two and a half million dollars and you're barely winning, you should definitely have to answer a question like that. Um, I remember Herm Edwards being asked a very similar question during his time in Kansas City. So, yeah, that's the media for you. That is the media for you. All right, let's talk about the Chiefs for uh, for a, a moment here. Because even though the season's over, the Chiefs, one way or another, got the number one seed. A lot of people trying to discredit the Chiefs as much as possible. They, they, I mean, there are people out there trying really hard to discredit the Chiefs. Have you guys ever seen anyone on Twitter, or, or maybe not on Twitter, just anyone you might know personally that is trying really hard uh, to come off as a complete hater? Because I'll tell you what, there are a lot of Buffalo Bills fans that are trying to look for anything in the book to try to diminish Patrick Mahomes. Here's what I'm talking about. I saw a few tweets. There was one I saw saying that Mahomes is not the MVP because when you compare him to Josh Allen, Josh Allen, I guess, has uh, he, he's, he's closer to Mahomes when it comes to total yards, which is passing, rushing, and receiving. I don't know if people are aware of this, but Mahomes broke Drew Brees' record for that exact stat in a single season. So if you're going to try to use that to discredit Mahomes, you're barking up the wrong tree. Here's what else I've seen out there. Because of the whole neutral site thing, I saw a Bills fan on Twitter say that, and he claims he got this idea from a friend, but the idea is because the Bills played this weekend, and possibly next weekend if they keep winning, they would have a better overall record regular and postseason. And therefore, they should host the AFC Championship game 
Imagine trying to use a playoff record, not the, instead of a regular season record, or combining it with your regular season record to determine who should host the AFC Championship game. At this point, like, listen, I get it. Buffalo, Buffalo and Kansas City fans have gone through a lot. Kansas City fans, we know, at 50 years of frustration, uh, and some of us have not been alive for that entire 50-year uh, Super Bowl drought. Uh, meanwhile, yeah, Buffalo never won a uh, Super Bowl before, and they went to four consecutive Super Bowls, didn't win one. So, I, listen, at this point, though, when you're trying to, and I've even seen P- uh, Bills fans say, well, if you remove yards after the catch, Josh Allen has more yards. Like, at this point, we're now, like, doing the whole, you know, if your aunt had balls, she'd be your uncle type of thing. Folks. I get it, but this is, again, Bills fans want a, a ring, just like any other fan base would want. But this is desperation on steroids. This is what this is. Like, here's my thing. And listen, I know a lot of people don't like Brady because he wins a lot. But at least people are acknowledging that he wins a lot. Here's what happens when you hate on someone so much for their greatness. Time's going to fly by real fast. Next thing you know... You look back at your fandom, just just as a sports fan, and you're going to miss out on just the enjoyment of the sport. They have been hating on us before the season started. Robert, I'm going to get to that comment in a second, because that's a good comment. Uh, Not so much Raiders fans now. Did you see the end of the season QB rating? They have Mahomes graded below Allen, even though Mahomes has every category by a long shot. Yeah, Mahomes leads every major. Okay, I'm glad you said this, Robert, because Patrick Mahomes leads the NFL on passing yards, uh, uh, passing touchdowns, completions of 25 yards or more, and uh, QBR. There's a passer rating, and then there's a quarterback rating. Um, Mahomes has a better quarterback rating, but not a higher passer rating, which, I listen, I do not know how a pass. I'm not going to pretend like I know how the, the passer rating is um, is generated, how that all, is all calculated. I really don't. But here's what I do know. Mahomes, I just mentioned, not only leads the NFL in those four categories I mentioned, uh, yards, uh, touchdowns, uh, completions of 25-plus yards, and QBR, but he leads them all by a very significant margin. Like, the gap between one and two is pretty big. Yet, you still have people trying to take credit from him and trying to build some big case that he's not the MVP. Folks, if you're one of those people that is trying to shit on Mahomes as much as possible... Because you don't like the fact that he's got all this great talent around him. Maybe you hate his family. Maybe you don't like his voice. or what if For whatever reason, you feel the need to bash the guy. I'm telling you right now, you are in for a goddamn rude awakening come the NFL Honors Night. The Wednesday before the Super Bowl. I don't have the date in front of me. Okay, Patrick Mahomes is going to win the MVP award unanimously, and if it's not unanimous, it is going to be damn close to it. Um, Of the 50 voters, I would guess maybe one or two has some sort of an emotional connection to Philadelphia, so they might lean towards Jalen Hurts anyway, despite missing uh, two of the last three games. Uh, You might see one person vote for Jefferson, one person vote for Burrow, 
But I would be willing to bet at least 44 of those 50 votes are going to go to Patrick Mahomes. So just telling you now, I've been telling you guys this before the season started. I said Patrick Mahomes is going to win the MVP and the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Well, I'm pretty certain the first part's going to be right. I'm certain the second part's going to be right too. But people all year long have been trying to argue with me as to how I'm going to be so wrong. And now, because here's the thing. Someone said this. Who, who, what was the comment? Um, Robert said before they've been hating on us before the season started. Let me let me uh, say this because remember that three and four start last year with the Chiefs. That three and four start, Mahomes was leading the NFL in interceptions. A lot of people wrote off Mahomes. A lot of people said he's been figured out. Well, what's happened since then? Patrick Mahomes has been playing lights out. I mean, that year, last year, I'll be honest. I did, If you asked me after that 3-4 and four start, the Chiefs would host an AFC Championship, I would have said no way. But the Chiefs made it to an AFC Championship game and hosted it. And I know that game did not end the way we, we all would have liked for it to end. But still, they made it when no one else expected it. And don't get me wrong, that's not the standard in Kansas City. It should be a Super Bowl appearance every time. Um, it, it's not going to happen, but that should be the standard. That uh, is what I'm trying to say. But the point is... Uh, the Chiefs made it further last year than I think even a lot of Chiefs fans expected. Uh, you look at what he's done this year. And by let's just talk about his overall body of work. He's got all these stats. He's also got the most wins, regular and postseason, since he started. Play, he took over the, the starting reins from Alex Smith in 2018. So... And by the way, this is these are the same people who say Chiefs fans did not exist before Patrick Mahomes. Yet, some way, somehow, the Chiefs broke the Guinness World Record for loudest stadium in the world twice before Mahomes even went or got drafted by the Chiefs. Maybe even before he went to Texas Tech. I don't know, man. I don't get it. I know the Chiefs have never been that team historically that have been the standard, and now they have been the standard the past four or five years. So I think there's a lot of jealousy that comes with it. But, man, don't be mad just because the team you hate is so good and, and, and your team's not. I mean, people are even trying to say, oh, well, Kelsey's not a tight end. He's a wide receiver playing tight end. Like, what does that even mean? The guy is literally a tight end. Um, these are the same people, by the way, bashing the chiefs, calling them, uh, you know, poor, poor sports because of the whole snow globe, uh, play the, the ring around the rosy thing. Like at this point, it's like people are trying to complain about anything and everything chiefs related. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes says Whataburger is better than in and out, there's a Raiders fan who's passionate about in and out that's going to have his panties in a wad and, and bitch about it as much as he can. At this point, it's like you can't even just make this up. And there's nothing you can do about it other than laugh at this point. Um, I think it's hilarious. I really do. People are just complaining about everything they can with the Chiefs. Um, and they're going to be pretty mad when Mahomes gets another MVP and when the Chiefs get themselves another Super Bowl ring. I'm looking forward to it. I am going to be the one right there that's going to have the receipts ready. So, 
If you're one of those non-Chiefs fans trying to troll me all year long, block me now, because trust me, I'm going to have a lot to say once everyone is officially proven wrong. Uh, Okay, I got to touch on this topic with Derek Carr, because you guys know my opinion on him. I've been saying that he's overrated uh, in in some eyes, I guess. Um, I think this is a guy that honestly is not the answer, and... You've seen it now for nine years. This guy's been the quarterback of the Raiders and he cannot win one playoff game. He's only been to the playoffs twice. Um, 20, well, technically once 2016, he got injured. I thought he had a great 2016 year, but availability is the best ability. And then last year on Sunday night football, barely beating the chargers, needing almost all 70 minutes to do so. Um, It had a really terrible showing against the Bengals. So at this point, the Raiders thought, okay, enough's enough. We got to pull the plug and at least try someone else. So they yanked Derek Carr and they put Jared Stidham in there. Uh, By the way, I see a couple of you guys asking questions. I'll get to those in a moment after this topic here. Um, but, but let me finish this up here. So Derek Carr is no longer the starter and he reportedly asked for permission to leave essentially because he didn't want to be a distraction. Folks, what distraction are we talking about here? What's the distraction? Can someone tell me what is this distraction? You have been given almost nine full years And you can't win one playoff game. You can't hold on to big leads. You can't finish games. I know people make a big deal. Oh, he's got the most fourth quarter comeback since 2014. Well, what about this year? I've been telling you guys time and time again, but so many of you did not want to listen to me. So many of you guys thought I was just being a hater. No, this is all factual here. Unlike all these haters trying to diminish Mahomes for no reason... This is actually all factual here. So Derek Carr, who is on the roster, making $19 million this season, decided that he doesn't want to show up to practices and games anymore because he, quote, did not want to be a distraction, according to reports. Folks, that is textbook quitting. Listen, I knew Derek Carr was not a good quarterback. I did not know he was a quitter. This is 100% quitting, and a lot of people were really upset by my comments on this. I guess the truth hurts, because this is 100% true. You know what else this is? This is a complete fucking spit in the face to anyone that did not make the 53-man roster for the Raiders in the past, in recent memory, who would beg to be on an NFL playing field. Meanwhile, Derek Carr just said, nah, I'm done. They don't want to make me the start. They don't want me as a starter no more. I'm not showing up to nothing because I don't want to be a distraction. No, what you're supposed to do like a grown ass professional is you accept the consequences and you go and be a backup for the last two games. Because at this point, listen, nothing's ever guaranteed, but I think it's safe to say that Derek Carr era in in um, Vegas is over after nine seasons Oakland slash Vegas whatever you want to say 
If I'm one of the other 31 teams, obviously not all those teams are going to be looking for Derek Carr. Teams like the Chiefs, the Bengals, the, the Bills, I mean, they're not going to be looking for uh, Derek Carr. Uh, I think Derek Carr will start somewhere. Where? I don't know exactly. Maybe Indianapolis. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's a, going to be some sort of a swap. Uh, Brady goes to Vegas and Carr goes to Tampa Bay. I don't know. I think he's going to start somewhere. Do I really want this guy on my team? Because I can see a scenario where Derek Carr goes to another team, underperforms, and they yank him and replace him with someone else as a starting quarterback. Is he going to quit then? Listen, look at Alex Smith. That guy was doing so well in 2012 for the 49ers. He gets hurt. Colin Kaepernick plays a couple of games. Alex Smith is clear to play, but they go with Colin Kaepernick. Did Alex Smith quit? No. Colin Kaepernick. I know a lot of you guys have some strong opinions about him. Did he quit when he was no longer the starter? No. Eli Manning won not one, but two Super Bowls. Two very memorable Super Bowls against the Giant, Tom Brady. Did Eli Manning just say, I'm not showing up no more. Fuck this. I quit. No. He still showed up and accepted his new role as the backup quarterback while having two Super Bowl rings under his belt. Folks, call it harsh. Call it mean. Call it, if you guys think I'm attacking, then so be it. Derek Carr 100% quit. And I'll say it again, that is a spit in the face to a lot of players out there who did not make the 53-man roster that would beg to be on an NFL team. If that's not quitting, you guys tell me what that is. Please. Someone, because I've had a lot of people tell me, oh, Farzine, you're being too harsh. That's not quitting. He got permission from the team. He got permission from the team because he didn't want to be allegedly a distraction. Like, what does that mean? What distraction? This is textbook quitting. And if it's not, you tell me what that is. Uh, A couple questions here. Walter's asking, do you think Butker is okay now? I have no idea. I know they brought in Matthew Wright as a backup. That was uh, because he was dealing with back spasms last week. Listen, there's been a lot made about the whole kicking this year with uh, with Butker um, and the holding with Tommy Townsend. Dustin Colquitt had a lot to say. When Dustin Colquitt spoke up on this, this is when we it generated a lot of discussion here. Um, I don't know what, what what's going on. I don't know who to blame. I don't know if Butker is still dealing with that ankle injury. I'm not quite sure, Walter. I really don't. I will say this right now, though. If... Um, if the Chiefs are down by one or two points, or even three points, and they're going to send up Butker to tie or win the game, I mean, I'm doing the whole cringe, I can't look. I don't have confidence in him. I really don't right now. And again, I don't know if he's to blame. I don't know if it's the snap. I don't know if it's the hole. I don't, I don't, I don't know who to blame. I'm not going to pretend like I'm I'm some uh, field goal kicking analyst here. Um, but I will say right now, I have no confidence in... Uh, in the Chiefs, using Butker for a potentially game-winning field goal. Field goal. I, I I really don't. Uh, that's that's the scary part. So the kicking, the two offensive tackles, and the play calling. 
That's what scares me the most going into the going into the playoffs. By the way, the whole thing with Mahomes in the MVP, he's doing this with the two worst offensive tackles. Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley are numbers one and two in quarterback pressures allowed this season. Yet Mahomes is putting up all these big numbers. They hate us because they ain't us. We are the modern-day Tom Brady, Belichick, Patriots team. They were so hated for a long time. We are that team now. Yeah, Robert, I've seen a lot of people say that too. And by the way, let me just say something. Because I don't think the NFL wants any one team to win. Do they have ideal matchups? Sure. Like, would they love another Brady versus Mahomes match? Yeah, of course. That I mean, that would generate a lot of headlines for sure. Uh, but I don't think the NFL is out to rig the, the game for one team. Um, for, for the longest time, people always felt like, uh, the NFL loves the Patriots yet the Patriots dock the, uh, dock the franchise twice for, um, for Deflategate, Spygate, uh, they suspended Tom Brady four games yet, you know, there's this notion that the Patriots were always, you know, the team that Roger Goodell loved. Now it's the, the, the Chiefs. Everyone feels like the Chiefs are the team. I mean, they're the team that, Roger Goodell is trying to supposedly help, yet there are a lot of Chiefs fans out there who feel like the NFL is always against them. I don't know. I honestly don't feel like the NFL is out to get anyone. You know what else I heard last year? It's like the NFL wanted Cincinnati to beat the Chiefs. Really? You really think the NFL wanted Cincinnati? Cincinnati freaking natty. A team that's never won a, uh, a Super Bowl. They just w- won their first playoff game in, what, 31 years last year? You really do believe the NFL w- w- was trying to m- help Cincinnati win? I mean, how do people come up with these conspiracy theories? I don't know. Becky says, is Brady going to the Raiders? Uh, that's possible. Um, he, Josh McDaniels is there. Jordan says they can keep bashing us. Haters going to hate Red Kingdom. Stay strong. Uh, Lisa says that I missed your giveaway. Sorry. The um, Okay. Actually, I, I did not announce the um, giveaway news. So the cooler giveaway, you guys are going to be the first to hear this. The uh, Chiefs rolling cooler giveaway, that will be in exactly 23 hours. It is exactly 9 o'clock central time as I am saying this. In exactly 23 hours, we will have two winners, one on Instagram and one on Twitter. And by the way, for those who are crying about, oh, I don't have Instagram, Twitter, folks, I've said this millions of times. I keep saying it again. We tried to do a giveaway back in uh, the preseason and Facebook shut it down. And I'm fully aware that other pages do it. Not every page gets caught. Um, There are very certain things you have to do if you want to even promote a giveaway on Facebook. But you, you have to link it on a di- different platform. I'm just choosing to do it on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, better than not doing a giveaway. So if you don't have those uh, social media sites, uh, pages, whatever, uh, too bad. I can't make everyone happy. Um, however, I will say this. Uh, tomorrow at 8 o'clock Central Time, the two winners for the... Chiefs rolling cooler will be announced. Uh, I'll announce the Instagram winner on Instagram, and I'll announce the Twitter winner on Twitter. At exactly 8.30 Central Time, we are going to start a new giveaway, also on Instagram and Twitter. So again, it'll be two of this, not just one, two. We are giving away a Patrick Mahomes jersey. You pick the size, you pick the color, whoever wins. The winner gets to pick the size and color. So make sure if you're not on Instagram or on Twitter, 
telling you now, sign up for one or both. Uh, and if you're not following me, if you are on those two sites, but not following me, uh, make sure you're doing so. Um, and you follow, make sure you follow the instructions very carefully. Cause a lot of people have entered, but a lot of people don't follow the instructions carefully. So that is the uh, giveaway news. I forgot to mention that. Thank you. Uh, who, 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 who even mentioned that Lisa? Thank you, Lisa, for reminding me of that because that is the giveaway. I forgot about it. So that is the giveaway news tomorrow, 830 central time. We start a new giveaway. It is a Patrick Mahomes Jersey, and that will be linked on Instagram and Twitter. So we'll have an Instagram winner and a Twitter winner. Two people are going to win a Patrick Mahomes Jersey. How cool is that? Robert says Niners would have won the Super Bowl with Alex Smith that year. I, I mean, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I, I just don't think um, the Ravens were going to be denied that year. Uh, Joe Flacco had a hell of a postseason. Uh, Joe says he's no good and he knows it. Oh, Derek Carr. You're talking about Derek Carr. Our whole special teams unit has to step up. Robert says 100% agree. Eric says if the NFL was rigged, Antonio Brown would have told us already. Yeah, that that's that's very possible, Eric. I mean, I don't know if Antonio Brown is the uh, is the guy you trust with that kind of thing, but I, I yeah, well played, well played, Eric. Um, but yeah, the giveaway that's going to start the Chiefs rolling cooler ends at eight o'clock Central Time, and at eight thirty Central Time tomorrow night. We start a new giveaway. It's going to be a Patrick Mahomes jersey. One on Instagram, one on Twitter. So, yes, we are going to have two winners. All right, real quickly. Uh, we've got a few minutes left here. Let's talk about some of the non-playoff teams. Uh, I don't want to go over all of them. Um, uh, maybe maybe I go through all of them, but real quickly, just some quick thoughts here. Chicago, listen, I like Justin Fields. He kind of reminds me of Tyler Thickpen. If you're Ryan Poles, man, get the guy some weapons. Get some draft picks. Find some, find some speedsters because that'll really help out in the long run. Houston, what do you even say about Houston? I mean, they, they fired David Culley in one year. They fired Lovey Smith after one year. Uh, what are you doing? I, I don't know what's going on in Houston. Arizona just fired Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, listen, I like Kyler Murray. I think he can do some good things. I'm a huge fan of DeAndre Hopkins. I think, you know, J.J. Watt, by the way, great career to him. So, you know, big ups to that guy. Uh, hell of a run. Unfortunately, he could never get a ring. Um, the Cardinals do have some some pieces. Now, they lost Chandler Jones last year. J.J. Uh, Watt's retiring. I mean, this is not going to be – this is a team that has a lot of rebuilding to do. But I think the first step is getting a new coach. The Colts, holy shit, man. Um I mean, the Jeff Saturday idea was a disaster. He beat the Raiders. That's not anything impressive. A lot of people beat the Raiders this year. A lot of teams came back against the Raiders this year. I don't know what the hell the Colts are going to try to do. I don't know what Jim Mercy wants to do. But Jeff Saturday, nope, not the answer. And all these former Colts players, and I'm a huge Pat McAfee fan, but you know, Pat McAfee, Edger and James trying to shit on the media saying, oh, they're doubting Jeff Sat. What now? What now? I mean, if you want to play this card of, oh, the media doesn't know what they're talking about. Well, they kind of do because the Colts ended the season on a seven game losing streak. Uh, terrible. I, I'm not saying Frank Reich was the answer, but 
he probably would have done a little bit better than Jeff Saturday. LA Rams, uh, obviously a great run last year winning the Super Bowl, but man, they were just decimated with injuries. Sean McVay is still the guy. I love Sean McVay. I don't know what they're going to do with Matthew Stafford, Baker Mayfield. Um, I, I I hope Baker gets a chance, man. I'm a fan of the guy. I really am. Uh, I see your guys' questions, Alan, Walter. I'll get to those in a moment here. Um, Denver Broncos. A lot of people thought they were a quarterback away from a from contending for a Super Bowl. Not even close. They were last place in the AFC West. Uh, Broncos country, let's ride. I mean, what, what do you even say at this point? I don't know what's true and what what's not about the whole Russell Wilson thing. Boy, uh, I mean, that team has a lot to work on. I don't know if firing Nathaniel Hackett was really the answer either. The guy didn't even get one full season. I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I put Denver right there with Houston as for disaster places to go go to who who would want, want that job no denver is not a coach away from a super bowl i, I mean i would think even romeo Cornell could try to at least win more than five games with this broncos team the raiders were six and eleven i'll tell i'll tell you what man the Raiders aren't that far away. The Raiders, they are a quarterback away from a championship contending team. They've got Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro. If my team has those four guys, I would be livid if my quarterback could not win with those guys. I'm telling you what, if the Raiders do not find the right quarterback this offseason, those guys are going to leave and I could not blame them one bit. Tennessee, I'm a huge Mike Vrabel fan, man. Um, I was bummed out he could not win in the regular season finale. They dropped seven in a row to wrap up the season. I don't know how that happened. Um, listen, I know, and I know Tannehill dealt with some injuries. I think Tannehill is a lot like Alex Smith. He does some good things, but he does have a ceiling. Look at last year's playoff game against the Bengals when the Titans and Bengals played. The Bengals were down by 10 at halftime. They rallied, they tied the game up. That was the weekend where every um, every game came down to the final play. Ryan Tannehill is the reason why the Titans even tied that game up. But he's also the reason why they lost that game. Which is weird. He threw an interception on the first play of the game for the Titans... He also did it on the last offensive snap the Titans had. And he also threw uh, an interception, I believe, right before, or right after halftime. I don't remember exactly when that middle interception came. But he threw three picks. And again, if it wasn't for him, they would not have rallied in the second half. Derrick Henry, it was his first game back, so he was kind of slow getting back into, into things. I think the Titans are a quarterback away from contending. Man, you've got maybe the Best player in the NFL in Derrick Henry. Don't let that slip away. Running backs, I mean, they don't last very long. So do what you got to do. New York Jets, Mike White, I think he did a good job. I'm not a Zach Wilson guy. I, I mean, does he deserve a second chance? Maybe, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I feel like he's gotten plenty of chances. New Orleans Saints, for a team that had a terrible defense, not too bad. 7-10. Uh, um, they got some things to figure out, but they found a way to, at the, at the very least, try to, con listen, look at it this way. 
They were one game behind the Bucks in the NFC South. So there's they don't really have much competition. And I'm not saying the winner of the AFC or NFC South next year will have a record below 500. I don't know. Um, but I don't think anyone is expecting this exact moment. Obviously, we have the offseason. A lot of things are going to happen, but a lot would need to happen in order for someone to be a strong favorite in the NFC South next year. I'll put it that way. Cleveland, uh, they got Deshaun Watson back. Didn't really see too much of him. Uh, boy, I, they've got a future, though. They won seven games. Uh, without Watson for most of the year. Carolina Panthers, again, another team in that very weak division, with the weakest division in football. They've got a chance. Atlanta Falcons, again, same story. Uh, you probably can get away with one or two big moves, and that might make you the favorite. May, you might not be the big favorite, but you might be the favorite overall. That leads me to, uh, and I'll skip over the Buccaneers because I'm only go- doing non-playoff teams. The Patriots, boy, uh, they fell just short. It was a weird year for the Patriots. Benching Mac Jones at one point on Monday Night Football against the Bears. I'm a big fan of Belichick, and he's coming back. Mac Jones, I thought, had a good rookie year. He got off to a very slow start. But it, a lot of people forget the Patriots at one point were labeled as the most complete team last year. But they ran into a massive brick wall uh, in like five of their last six games, including the playoffs. So I don't know. Um... I think that you got to establish some coordinators if you're Belichick. Uh, I get this guy's a six-time champ, but come on. you got to have that. Packers, boy, what a heartbreaking end to their season. Um, I don't know what the future holds for Rodgers. I, I, didn't they just sign him to a long-term deal? I haven't had a chance to hear his uh, comments on Pat McAfee, but man, did they rally or what? A lot of Packers fans gave up on Rodgers midway through the season, yet he's the reason why they came very close to even having a shot. Out of postseason. Washington, I'm a big fan of Taylor Heineke. I really hope Washington moves forward with him. He's not a Mahomes. He's not a Joe Burrow. He's not a Josh Allen. But I think you can win with the guy. I really do. I think you can win with Taylor Heineke in Washington in the future. Pittsburgh, they've got a bright future. If there's a team I will say that miss a playoffs that'll make it next year, I think the Steelers are that team, man. I'd put money on that right now if I had to. They ended the season on a four-game winning streak, finished 9-8, and eight, barely missing the playoffs. I think, you know, with Kenny Pickett, you got a good future. George Pickett, a lot of young guys, a lot of young guys in Pittsburgh. Future's very bright there. Detroit, they finished the season uh, better than expected. That offense was great at the beginning of the season, but couldn't even win games. The defense made some improvements. As the year went on, but uh, y- y- you gotta you gotta have a balance, and I think if the Detroit Lions can find that, Dan Campbell is gonna have a good team on his hands next year, for sure. Uh, okay, a few of you guys were asking some questions here. Alan says Eric Bieniemy have a chance this year. I mean, I say yes every year, Alan. Uh, l- listen, there were some non-play callers that got jobs last year. Nathaniel Hackett. Kevin O'Connell, and Mike McDaniel. Now, listen, I know Hackett got fired, but O'Connell and um, and McDaniel are in the playoffs. So 
I don't know. I mean, listen, who knows who's calling the plays? There's always a, a mixed bag of rumors as to who is and who isn't. Here's the weird part. When things are working, people credit Andy Reid. But when things are not working, a lot of people blame Eric Bieniemy. Like how? how? How can you have that? You can't have it both ways. Uh, Walter says, do you think Tua is done playing football? That's a really good question. A lot of people have been asking this uh, the last couple of weeks. Um, the, I, I heard some comments that he has a chance to play, hence why I have uh, Miami pulling off the upset because I think they've got the offensive firepower to do it. But, you know, health and safety comes first. Um, listen, here's my thing. I am never I, – I've never been one to, to say – whether someone should retire or not, that is not my place at all to say. I think Tua has some thinking to do, though. I, I think he really does. Uh, he's listen. We saw that injury on Thursday Night Football. That was probably one of the scarier things I've seen. I, I mean, I know Demar uh, Hamlin was down for a long time, but the hit itself was. I mean the. The outcome right after the tackle was not scary. When Tua got slammed down, I mean, I've seen Brady get hit like that. I've seen Mahomes get hit like that. But the way he reacted when his fingers locked up, I mean, that was that was scary. Robert says now Denver is a coach away from a Super Bowl. I don't know, Robert. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, Denver does not have much firepower. I like Russell Wilson. I'm a big fan of Russell Wilson. I was a big fan of his in, in Seattle. Um, but I, I just don't know what happened to the guy. He's not what he used to be. Uh, Luke says, Denver have any injuries? Uh, I don't know. I mean, their season's over, so it would not really be pertinent right now. <clears throat> By the way, what was Brandon Staley doing with his starters in a meaningless game? I mean, that's just, I, I don't get it. I agree. They are far from a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I agree with you, Robert. A different Robert is asking, your honest opinion, strongest all-around NFC team? <sighs> Look, I know a lot of people say it's the Eagles, and I know the Vikings. Um, They went 3-2 and two in the last five games. They got blown out by Dallas. And they lost another game against the uh, Packers, another blowout. But I still think Minnesota is the toughest team there. You know what's so weird about this Minnesota team? I was going to save it for the uh, playoff podcast on Thursday, but I'll say it now. That's a team that's battle-tested. They're, what, like 9-0, I think, in one-score games? I mean, if you're blowing out teams and all, that's cool. But in the playoffs, when it comes down to the wire... Minnesota's gonna know what to do. I mean that that is really gonna matter a lot. If there's a if there's a regular season stat that I think is gonna have a lot of meaning in the playoffs, I think it's Minnesota having um the best record, an undefeated record in one score games. And it's not like they were one and two or two and oh, or excuse me, one and oh or two and oh. I mean, they were nine and oh. That's that's not an easy thing to do in the NFL. So, I'd watch out for the Vikings, man. I, I think they can really make make some noise. Eric says, I think Eric Bieniemy ends up in Indianapolis. 
Interesting. Listen, I don't care if it's the Broncos or whoever. I want the guy to get a job at this point. He deserves it. He really does. Some people actually want to get rid of the guy and think like he's holding the team back. How? I mean, ever since, you know, him and Mahomes both, uh, Mahomes became the starter in 2018 and bien was the offensive coordinator starting in 2018. I mean, the Chiefs have won more games than any team since then. And I think Mahomes deserves a big piece of the pie, Andy Reid, but bien a big part of that as well. He really is. Just because you're not the play caller does not mean you're not doing anything as an offensive coordinator. Um, a lot of Andy Reid's OCs were not play callers. Now, I will say, when Doug Peterson and Matt Nagy were given play calling duties midseason, that did help them get head coaching jobs. And if you recall, in 2015, the Chiefs went undefeated with uh, Peterson when, he, when they gave him play calling duties and... With Matt Nagy, after the first game, uh, they lost that Jets game. They won the last four games with Matt Nagy as a play caller. And that landed him the Bears job. So, uh, you know, I I don't know who's calling plays. I, I really don't. And I know that's a, th- th- that plays a role in some people's eyes in getting a job. But I just mentioned earlier in the podcast, three coaches got head coaching jobs that were non-play callers last year. Jordan says, who wins on Saturday, Jags or Chargers? I'm going with the Chargers on that one. Let me say this, and I'll keep it quick because I'm going to save a lot of this for the playoff podcast on Thursday. Props to the Jaguars. I mean, there are some teams that rallied this season to get into the playoffs. Uh, Cincinnati, at one point, it looked a little uh, uncertain for them. They won eight in a row. The 49ers won 10 in a row. The 49ers were three and four before their winning streak. The Bills won seven in a row. Um, they, they, I mean, there were some legitimate concerns as to whether or not the Bills would win the division. People knew they'd win, the, make it to the playoffs, but the division was something else. Um, the Jaguars won five in a row to make the playoffs. The Steelers, I know they're not in the playoffs, but they came very close, winning, uh, winning uh, their last four games. So there, there were some interesting teams. There were some teams that, uh, that made the whole playoff picture much more interesting than expected down the stretch. So that was uh, very good to see. Uh, all right. I put my uh, playoff uh, graphic predictions uh, a couple of days ago, or uh, yesterday rather. I'll do it again tomorrow. So that'll be out there. Also, reminder, new giveaway starts tomorrow night. Our current one, the Chiefs Rolling Cooler, ends at 8 o'clock. Check, check my pin post. I explain what you got to do, where you got to uh, enter enter for a chance to win. And then at 8.30, 30 minutes after our previous, our current giveaway, I should say, we start a new giveaway, a Patrick Mahomes jersey on Instagram and Twitter. So, yes, two people will win a Patrick Mahomes jersey. Looking forward to all of that. All right. I'm out of here. I'll be back Thursday evening, we will do a playoff preview podcast. I'm very excited for that one. Looking forward to do, to that. Um, there was one topic I wanted to get into, but uh, we're already going over on time, so we'll maybe touch on that another time because I still think it's a very uh, important story to talk about. We'll get into that a little later. If you guys haven't subscribed to the podcast, let your friends know about it. Share the links. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. For those of you listening to the podcast version, I'll have the uh, links in the description, so check that out. 
other than that, I'm out of here, guys. Thanks again for listening, whether you listen to the podcast version or the live version. I will talk to you guys Thursday night. Peace out.